fine, fine people. How's it going? Already used 17 voices that aren't my real voice. Welcome to the podcast. Here's another fake voice. I'm a fake person, people. That's what we've come to realize over the course of the podcast. I'm a fake, fake fucker. Faking orgasms, fake fucking. I've been doing it wrong. I've been faking it. And now I don't even put it in. I just put it outside and then it goes where it's not meant to be. And I'm faking the whole faking. I'd be like, oh, baby, that's so good. Well, that's a weird start to the podcast, random me, Marquez, 130, oh, July, oh, dear July, dear July, 9th of July, Jesus, time flies, I just thought I paid rent the other day, like a little whore, like a little whore paying rent, here you go, the landlord, take me money, take me money for the rent, here's some free money, what do I get in return, a roof over me head. A roof over my head and a balcony. Thank you for the balcony that I never go on because I love AC. I don't like kind of sweating, sitting on the balcony under sweating bricks. Sweating bricks, being like, why am I inside in the AC? What am I doing? Maybe that's, I should do it more to get a tan. Then people won't be like, here he comes, the guy with AIDS. <laughs> He claims he doesn't have AIDS, but he looks like he has AIDS. So I'm just going to be careful and stay away from the guy who looks like he has AIDS. That's what people say when they hear me. That's well, when I'm walking into church every day, you know I love to go to church in the morn. I stay up all night and I just cry and weep to God. I say, sorry, God, I've ruined me life. Me life, I, you gave me great hope, God. You gave, you gave me everything I needed. You gave me height. You gave me brains. You gave me adequate looks. And you gave me stunning hair. And I fucked it all up, God. You know, maybe if you'd give me a little penis, that would have inspired me to work harder, to fight against the system, to have a bit of anger in my body because I had a small penis and I was an angry man. And it would motivate me to work harder. And then I would, even if I met the girl of my dreams and she found out I had a small penis, she wouldn't care because I was so motivated, so rich. She'd say, it's okay, Mark. Size doesn't matter. And you'd be like, are you lying to me, you fucker? Are you lying to me? Because I'd be so insecure. I wouldn't believe it. I would never believe it. And I'd say... Yeah, I found the girl in my dreams. And she says, size doesn't matter. And that's what I've been looking for. But can't I believe her? No, I can't. So I'm going to be angry. Why? Because of the size of my penis. Why couldn't you do that, God, huh? That's what I say every day when I walk into church. God, why couldn't you give me a small penis? Come on, God, motivate me. Why no small penis? I could have been something in this lifetime. And now I only get motivated when I'm hungover. Or if someone is says to me, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'll say, I'll show you, you fucking piece of shit. Come over here and I'll, I'll show you. you. You doubt me? Super. I almost didn't go to the gym today because I was having a good hair day. You know how it goes, people stunning hair. But some days are better than others. You're like, oh, Betsy. Oh. Look at this fine fucker now. Look at this fine fucker with the fine fucking hair. What's he up to, I wonder? And then you'd be like, oh, that's me. That's me and my hair. And then you say, shit, I have to go to the gym. But if I go to the gym and break a sweat, the hair is over. It's ruined. It just becomes a flat puff. 
It's a thin line in the stunning hair it is. It's a flat puff now. And I said, should I go to the gym? And I posted on Instagram and everyone said, take the day off. Take the day off. You don't need the gym. You don't, you don't even look like you work out. You don't even look like you work You don't even look like you don't even look like you work out. That's what people replied. I posted a picture earlier and some guy was like, have you been working out? Yeah, fucker, for 10 years now. 10 years I've been working out. Before I played soccer and then I started going to the gym. And now you now you realize it, you piece of shit. <laughs> now you're a fucking piece of shit. But everyone on Instagram was like, nah, don't bother. Don't bother. Leave that hair intact, you beautiful fuck. And I said, that's it. You all, you all, you're all weak. So I went to the gym and I ruined my hair, but I made, a, I made myself sweat. And now I feel better. And if I listen to you weak fuckers on Instagram, I know you're listening, you weak bunch of fuckers. That's what you are. You're a weak bunch of flowery fuckers. You're a weak bunch of flowery potato fuckers. You're a potato fucker. You take a potato, nice and flowery, and you'll fuck it. And you'll say, oh, I made love to a real human last night. And your friends will be like, really? You'll be like, yeah, I definitely wasn't a potato. <laughs> I'm definitely not a potato fucker. I'd never pump a, pump a potato. Pumping potatoes is not in my wheelhouse. And they'd be like, why are you bringing this up so much? Why would you be this insecure? You're talking about potatoes and pumping them and flowery potatoes. And what's going on? Sounds to me like you pump potatoes. And they'd be like, I would never pump a potato. Well, there was that one time I was drunk, you know. But besides that, I'd never pump a potato. You'll be like, why are we still talking about potato pumping? It's been a while, been a while now, been a while. You should have moved on. I love when people tell me weird secrets. This one time a dude was telling me, he's like, yeah, one time when I was in college, I stuck a broom. <laughs> stuck a broom in my asshole. <laughs> I just wanted to see what it felt like while I was masturbating. And he masturbated with a broom sticking out of his ass. And he's straight, people. That's what he claims anyway. He's straight. He masturbated with a broom in his anus. The broom man. We'll call him the broom man. I said, was it just once? He said, yeah. And he paused. And I knew it was more than once. More than once. The funny part about brooms is that they're very long. Be different if it was a hairbrush, an Apple TV remote. What else could you stick in there? Deodorant can? Is that too big? I don't know. I've never put anything up my anus. But a big broom, it'd be funnier if it was a mop. And he was just after mopping the floor, and he was like, oh, kind of horny. That mop is looking tasty. Looking tasty over there, mop. Come over here. Come over here now. Let me serenade your mop. Oh, baby, I love your way every day, baby. I want to put you in mine <laughs> every day. Oh, you're wet for me, huh, moppy? <laughs> huh, moppy, the moppy. Oh, you're wet for me, moppy. And the mop is like, no, don't do this again to me. Please don't put me in the dark hole. <laughs> Come on, I cleaned your floors. Isn't that enough? I'm already your maid. Don't make me your sex slave also. 
Ooh, baby, I love your way. If I was serenading the mop, I would definitely dance with the mop. You know, dance clean. Two for one. You got a two for one. If you got a nice wet mop, if you're good at serenading the mop, maybe give it a kiss in the neck. <laughs> give it a kiss in the broom. be funny if i was sectioned after this podcast they're like why 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 was the final why did you finally have the uh intervention why 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 was the final straw ah he was trying to make love to a mop he was kissing the mop on the neck and you know mops typically have no shoulders so they have no neck (laughs) they were like wow did he at least get the pump with the mop and be like yeah i got the pump right the mop the mop pegged him but yeah, fun times, fun times. People telling you secrets that he didn't mean to tell me that just popped out. And I said, okay, I'll pretend like that's not weird. And I'll keep it in the old memory bank. I'll keep it in the old memory bank and I'll bring it up randomly sometime on the podcast. So here we are on a Tuesday, 9.30, bringing it up, bringing it up. Me making love and then you're lying in bed with the mop and you're like... Oh, Moppy, you're, you're soaking the bed. And the mop is like, wasn't my fault. I didn't make me wet. This is all I knew, Marky boy. And I'd be like, yeah, well, you should have laid down a towel. You're dripping. You're dripping everywhere. I'd be like, it's not my fault. It's not my fault you enjoyed yourself. And then the mop will spit me. You filthy bitch. <laughs> you filthy bitch. And I'd be like, no, stop it, Moppy. <laughs> Moppy, no. And they'd be like, call me Poppy. And I'd be like, no, Moppy, you said you were a woman. I'm your Poppy Moppy now. <laughs> Poppy Moppy. Oh, no, there we have the dumb title of the podcast, The Poppy Moppy. Hello, The Poppy Moppy. Oh, they're going to section me if they hear this podcast. And I will be in jail or in mental ward and i will go to the chapel and i'll say god why didn't you give me a tiny little penis why didn't you give me something to fight against in life god why didn't you give me a barrier a barrier (laughs) to motivate me god why why not a micro penis but like what is a micro penis how small is a micro penis I suppose that's the same as how long is a piece of string. Also the same as how weird is making love to a mop. Questions that we can never really answer, dear listener. We can never really answer because, you know, who knows where we are. Who knows where we are in life. Who am I to answer such questions? God only knows. I heard a girl today and she said she would prefer to date a guy with herpes over a guy with no AC. Now there's a question for the ages. Which would you prefer? To date someone with the herp herp hooray? Or with no AC and you're sweating balls and you're uncomfortable and you're regretting sleeping over and you're like, how the fuck does this sweaty animal survive in life? How, dear God, why am I here I can't even make love. The sweat will be too much. God, not even thinking about a mop making love to me could keep me erect. With this heat, the sweat, the vile behavior of it all, or the herp. 
Would you chance the harp? You don't have the harp, but you're dating someone with the harp. harp, harp hey, would you? Would you chance it? It's a tough one. I'll have to say, no AC is a deal breaker. People keep going as well. Ah, oh, sure, everyone has herpes these days. <laughs> That's a good way to know someone has herpes. Ah, sure, everyone has herpes these days. Equals, ah, sure, I have herpes. I just haven't told you, and I don't want the stigma of it sounding bad. Ah, sure, everyone has herpes these days. <laughs> I'm just thinking of everyone who's ever said that to me now. Ah, sure, everyone has herpes these days. Sure, what can you do? And you'll be like, I don't have the herp herp. They'll be like, ah, sure, what do you even know? I know nothing. I don't know the answer to that question. AC, no AC or the harp. It's a tough one. I do know, this is what I realized, this is what it's like being an adult. Is that you grow up, if you're any children listening, and I presume there's a lot, this is a children-friendly show. If your children are meth heads, doing heroin, and runaways, and you're a bad parent, then this is a children-friendly, top-heavy children-friendly show. It's a bit childish, it's a bit... It's, um, it should be played in every classroom. That's what people message me all the time saying. They'll say it nonstop. They'll be like, hey, we should play this. I'm an English teacher. We should play this in my classroom. And I'll be like, go for it. Go for it. Teach the children. Teach them young. Be like, this is, a, this is a, an example of how you could have everything at your feet and you could ruin your life. Listen to this man now. And he's going off. What will he talk about today? Oh, fucking him up. Perfect. Perfect. Makes my example. This is a scare tactic, children. Stay in school. Although he stayed in school, he has a master's degree, so technically you could be smart and still end up like this. You never know, people, because it's random. Oh, that's the name of his pa. Oh, doesn't he think he's clever now? Doesn't he think he's clever? He came up with a name in the shower one time and he called his books after it. And now he thinks he's clever. And that's not clever, is it, children? And the children say, why do we have to listen to this? I'm crying. My ears are crying. Physically, I'm crying. My soul is aching the most, though. Why would you put this man's voice? Is it even his real voice? Why has he changed tone so many times? So yeah, this is a very much a children's. T- this is a children's TV show. That's what the podcast is now. It's a children's TV show. You can, you can try and beg to differ, but you know that's what it says on TV Guide. Tune in to Marquez's children's TV show, and it'll just be me and a puppet and a mop. And every time I look at the mop, romantic music shall play. It almost sounds like a. I was the one that got pumped by the map, the way I'm talking about it so much. Wasn't me, though. It wasn't me. I promise you that. Promise you that. Not into maps. I'm into buckets. All right. I'd fuck a bucket. <laughs> I'd fuck a bucket, but I'd never let a map fuck me. What kind of person do you think I am? Come on now. Don't be crazy. Boy, yeah, being an adult, if you're a child out there, um, is just... You... You just constantly, you're being surprised it's a new month already. You're like, what? It's July? (laughs) It's July already? God, no. Really? Come on. It's July? That's what it is? No, come on. It's already June. Sure, wasn't it just February? You'd be like, yeah, a couple of months ago. No, February yesterday, I thought. 
Wow, the years flying shall we'll be dead before we know it. That is true. We shall be dead soon. People in LA think we're all going to die. There's been a lot of earthquakes here the last couple of... When was it? Last week? Pretty big. I missed the first one. Maybe I was asleep. Maybe I was drunk. Who knows? I can't remember. I didn't feel it. Got texts from Ireland. Whoa, how's the earthquake? I said, whoa. What's he on about, buddy boy? My mum says, never call me buddy boy again. And I say, I apologize, mother. I apologize for disrespecting your name. You're not a buddy boy. You're the mother mum. And, uh, but I felt the second one because it was during my show on Friday at the Laugh Factory. And my buddy was on stage. And next minute, the spotlight for the stage started shaking. And I was like, what fucking idiot is up there shaking the lights? Because there's always some idiots. And you're like, why are they shaking the lights? Come on, you're not that dumb. And then everyone started talking. And I was like, oh, no. Lenochi's <laughs> bombing, is he? He seems to be bombing. Because why is everyone talking during his set? And there was chatter. And then someone just yelled out, earthquake. <laughs> I wouldn't have had a clue what was going on unless someone just said, earthquake. <laughs> the whole building shaking, and I was like, whoa, what's this? Do I have vertigo? Am I drunk? Why am I spinning? Why is the furniture? Why are the lights swinging? Why are people getting a bit frantic? Earthquake. <laughs> That's the only way I know how stuff works if someone shouts out stuff. Like, I'll never know if a girl has an orgasm, but if uh, there's a guy in the corner and he just screams, orgasm then i'll be like ah yeah she just came huh no need for me to ask after sex so did you come <laughs> that's a good way to know that the girl has not had an orgasm if you have to say hey by the way did you have an orgasm <laughs> she's like yeah get off me get off me get off me why is there a mop in the fucking bed and be like oh i don't know it was good though because people marked themselves safe from the earthquake in LA and you're just like, oh, thank God, thank God. It did no damage whatsoever. It just shook. No one died or anything. But you felt the need to make it about you and post it that you were safe. Good work. Good work. Thank God. Jesus, we were worried. You were. I feel like if you posted you were safe during the earthquake, you should have been one of the people to have died during the earthquake. <laughs> That's how we should um, call people if you post yourself safe during a minor earthquake. Even though it was, I know on the Richter scale it was large, but did anyone die? I'm going to say no because I didn't hear about it. I didn't even hear of any damage, but you felt the need to be like, hey, this earthquake is mostly about me. I actually wasn't even in LA, but you know, I lived there. But um, I just like to let you all know that I'm safe. I'm safe, and you're like, okay, thank God. Maybe if you died, you would have been better for all of us. Maybe we would have been happier if you had uh, somehow died during that minor earthquake. I realized the other day, I feel like we, we should all live by this, that I'm much happier when I realize I'll never be happy. What a great thought to have. Once you realize, wow, I'll never actually be happy, you can be like, oh, I'm happier already. I'm not happy, I'm just happier. Oh, I'll always, I'll always want the other thing. 
because I'll never actually be happy. Oh, that thing that I'm always chasing, success, money, whatever. That that won't make me happy. Cool. I'll never be happy. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, meet the girl of the dreams, get married and have a family. Oh, you'll still be like, yeah, but what if? Never be happy, is that? Is that what you're telling me? That's where I realized seeing successful people. That's why they all go down the spiritual route. They realize the money isn't the happiness. The spiritual ways are the happy ways. But then they'll be like, acceptance. This is life. You'll never be happy. You just keep working on yourself. And then you'll be that fucking awful world you feel gratitude. <laughs> Not happiness, but gratitude. Oh, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for the highs and the lows. And you're like, go fuck yourself. So you're telling me you're never happy. That's why when married couples are like, oh, we're so happy. We're so happy and so happy to be together. And in reality, I think they're lying in bed every night being like, wow, I wish I was having sex with someone else. <laughs> uh, I wish I could. Fuck it. I'll just cheat, huh? Let me just cheat. That's a good way out of this scenario. Maybe I'll just have a little... Uh little cheat, huh? That's advice people in LA gave me recently. This dude was like, oh, you should settle down, but you not cheat. <laughs> That's an idea now for you. Why don't you settle down and cheat? You'll be far happier. And I was like, well, I'm kind of happy now. I'm not happier, but I'm happier than I, before I realized I'll never be happy. I, I cheat, should you? I feel like as well, if you're single, Happiness is coming home to Amazon Prime packages. Oh, they're waiting for you at the door, and you're just like, ah, oh, great to see you. Great to be home. Let's rip it up. And what is it? Oh, it's a bottle of vitamin D3. Vitamin D3, super. I've been waiting for this for like a day and a half. He arrived early. I haven't even ran out of the other bottle, but it's great to see you, vitamin D3. I'm so happy my Amazon, my Amazon shit's here. That makes that gives me joy, more joy than pretending to be happy and married, and not thinking about having sex with someone else while you sleep next to the person you said I'm gonna be with you forever. Although you could be a swinger too. A couple of swingers came up to me after a show the other night. For some reason, I could sense they were good laughers. They were in the front. Um. And they were sound, talking to them briefly afterwards with some other comedians. Then we parted ways. <clears throat> they did mention they were from Utah. And then they said something about uh, polygamy, bigamy. I feel like polygamy is when the man has many wives and bigamy is when the woman has many husbands. Something like that. Should I Google it? Yes. Will I? No. No, I won't. Let's just pretend. Even though I feel like... They should be in the same. Surely they should be the same thing. No? Let's see. Bigamy. I also feel like bigamy means sounds racist or some sort. The act of going through a marriage ceremony while already married to another person. Nice. That sounds great. Polygamy. That sounds lovely. The practice of custom of having more than one wife or husband at the same time. Okay, don't really know what the fuck bigamy still means. But they mentioned that, and I, that was my brain was like, oh, hop, oh, hop. That was un, unprompted. 
Lo and behold, 20 minutes later, I was getting some Instagram DMs. Yo, <laughs> where did you go? What are you up to? I was like, who is this? Oh, we met you outside. And I was like, oh, yeah, you and your husband. Yeah, but he doesn't mind. And I was like, doesn't mind what? He doesn't mind if I hook up with other men. Do you mind if he watches? <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go once again. The cock life finds me once more. Finds me. I was hiding out. I was hiding my best. I was trying to hide from the cock life. But it, cock life came along. You don't mind if he watches? Watches what? Us fucking. <laughs> um, you mind if he participates? Also, he's not really a cock. You're looking for a threesome. Whatever you want, babe. <laughs> it's funny, too, because there was like two other comedians with me, and they weren't hit up. Not that they're ugly or something. But I must just have that cock, cock, Coca-Cola. <laughs> they call me Mr. Coca-Cola. The best at being the cock. You want some Coca-Cola? Sure. Sure, why not? Why not give me some Coca-Cola? Um, people have been offering me weird stuff. <coughs> One girl, I like... The girls in LA are meant... Guys are mental too, but I just don't deal with them as much. Because I just don't deal with idiots. But the women... Like, a girl could be, oh, I really kind of like you. And you'd be like, oh, really? Yeah, do you mind paying my bills? <laughs> You're just like, oh, that's a great sign. That means she's into me. She wants me to pay her bills. Oh, me heart. Bless it, me heart. Oh, that was nice of you to offer. Oh, you're so kind. Can I? Can I pay your bills? Come on. Let me. Let me pay the bills. That would fill me with glee. Can I please pay the bills? Um, <clears throat> one girl was like, she wanted me to be her pay pig. This has been twice I've been asked to be a pay pig, which is hilarious. Pay, P-A-Y-P-I-G. <clears throat> I forgot what it was. Let's find a definition once again. It's basically where you're someone's little bitch. Pay pig. Pay pig. Pay pig. A pay pig is a submissive, almost always male. I'm almost always a male. Um, uh, who has consented financial servitude towards his mistress. Term used in a derogatory, humiliating light, especially by a mistress. My pay pig bought me a pair of shoes because I wanted him to. Oh no, after I demanded him to. And I was like, oh... Sorry, I'm Irish. <clears throat> we uh, were we're frugal by nature. You came, fuck! You came to the wrong guy to be your pay pig. I wish I could. You know, I'd love to be the pay pig of your life. I'd love to settle down and be your pay pig. That would be my pay pig pleasure. But ah, shit, I'm Irish. I can't be your pay pig. That's so sad. So sad. I can't be your pay pig. <clears throat> so you know at least she offered that was nice uh, I was in the Atlanta airport recently and a dude in the bathroom offered me he was like do you want to buy a jewel and I was like no then he asked me if I want to buy some cocaine 
<laughs> and I was like, no, at the airport, is it? You're selling them at the airport. My buddy thinks that I misheard him, and I'm like, no, no. What else does cocaine mean? The balls in them would to be selling at an airport. I tip my hat, you know, entrepreneurs. <clears throat> entrepreneurs. That was like me before. People on Instagram send me the strangest messages. I used to think everyone gets strange messages, but I think I guess a high amount of them. A high, high amount. Um, girls be asking me for send me a picture of your dick. <laughs> I be like, ah, thanks for the offer. Thanks for the offer. You're too kind there for the offer. And one girl before was like, I'd pay a hundred dollars to show me your dick. I said, send the money, baby. Send that money over. She sent it, and I Google imaged a dick pic, and I sent it back. And uh, hopefully she's not listening to the podcast. It happened a while ago, so I gave it some time. <clears throat> and um, that's what you call being a, being a businessman. I use someone else's penis for my own financial gain. So... If you're, if you're, once again, if you're a young child out there and you're wondering how do I get ahead in the business world, there's a free idea I just gave you. Start selling other people's <laughs> dick pics. There's a ferocious market out there. The women, they're hornier than you think, lads. They're hornier than you think. I always feel bad, too, when some women will just start sending me naked videos for no reason. And then I don't respond because I'm not into it. And then I feel bad. So thanks, you made me feel bad now with your nudes. People send me some amount of messages. It's insane. This girl at the moment, she keeps sending me poems. She's writing. I don't know what's going on. I, I've stopped. There's been too many. I've stopped reading the poems. It's just a lot. People send me essays. They're telling me stuff. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're on about. You've written me 20 messages. Paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. I don't know what you're on about. I feel like there's a lot of lonely people out there. And then I get feel bad because I'm like, oh, let's, I'll message him back. And that's almost, that's almost a bad idea. Because then they think I want to talk more. <clears throat> Then they'll ask a question every two minutes. Did you get a tan? Do you not have AIDS anymore? I got a tan recently, people. Looks like I no longer have AIDS. But still, that doesn't mean you have to message me all the time. People are very strange. I was at FedEx the other day and I saw this woman. And she was talking to someone down by her knee as if the person was there. As if though there was a little child next to her. And then as she was leaving, I was behind her in the queue. She said, come on, Shane, and held out her hand and uh, waited for a ghost to hold her hand. And then she walked out of there with her invisible son. I don't know what the fuck was going on. The FedEx dude didn't know what was going on. He just shrugged his shoulders and was like, Hollywood. I was like, okay. Maybe that's a ghost. Maybe that's the new Casper. Shane, the invisible ghost. Imagine that was the girl you were dating. That, like, 
you just started dating this girl and you're like yeah she's cool <laughs> yeah lisa she's cool she's cool man we only met now a couple of times but she's cool she seems cool she seems normal <laughs> yeah, she seems normal she's got a son shane haven't met him but she seems normal she's got this invisible son that she walks around with but she seems normal you go back to her house she's like shane meet meet my new boyfriend and you're like in your head you're like things have been going well you know i could see myself dating this girl and then you're introduced to air and you're like give him a hug and then air hugs you and you're like oh christ fuck oh jesus what's going on i'm dating a psychotic woman oh no oh no you never mentioned that in your plenty of fish profile you never mentioned that on your tinder tinder time oh no i shouldn't have swiped on your bumble oh christ you have a ghost son but maybe she maybe she's incredible in bed and you're like fuck it could be worse <laughs> maybe this isn't too bad there's always psychos out there i had the last girl i was seeing she wanted me to be her pay pig maybe this isn't as bad maybe life can be better with an invisible son named shane now i'm psycho too and away we go we're off on the path to an la marriage maybe maybe it's not that bad i was doing shows in the south recently and like you hear people saying, oh, yeah, the South, they'll say stuff like, oh, I'll fuck my cousin. But this one woman came up to me after a show, and she was like, you look like my step-cousin. You're sexy. And I was like, oh, you find your cousin sexy, huh? <laughs> That's all the evidence I need. That's all the evidence I need to confirm every stereotype. Because that's the kind of low life I am. I'll jump on a stereotype uh, with half a confirmation. That's all I need. No more, no less. I like to when people are like, no, you're in the wrong part of the South. Come to this part of the South and I'll show you a good time. Anyone who ever says that, if you come to my city, I'll show you a good time. Never, ever, ever would show you a good time. They'll think they'll show you a good time, but they'll be nervous and they won't know where it's good to actually. They'll be like, I don't really go out usually, but I'll show you a good time. And then they'll lose 17 shots because they're nervous and they'll puke and they'll pass out. Now you're looking after a fucking stranger who promised you a good time. And now you're in some fucking ranch barbecue bar with heavy set people and they're eating four burgers. And you're like, there's candy floss and there's a bull. And you're like, uh, nah, this isn't a good time, huh? You lied to me. You lied to me, you dirty whores. Why would you lie to me? You gotta come to this part of the town. I'll show you a good time. Never. Why don't you have friends? Why aren't you out with your friends? Why aren't you too busy to show me a good time? That's what I want to know. We like also we did a tour in Tennessee and Alabama. It was me, Crystalia, and Michael Lenoche. Chris was doing a lot of theater shows and you can't really fly around so he got a bus we were the bus boys that's what they called us the bus boys 
The boss boys. The boss was pretty slick. It was like, people reacted to the boss. If I ever took a private jet, people wouldn't be like, why, you're living the life. But being on a bus, like a rock and roll bus, people were like, oh, man, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. They reacted far more to a bus than a jet, I noticed, which is odd to me. The flight over there was brutal. We got like a 5 a.m. flight. So we had to be at the airport like 3.45 or something. So there was no sleeping. I obviously packed late, so I just stayed up. Me and Lenochi stayed up. Me and Big Mike, we stayed up. We didn't sleep. Regretted that on the plane. Chris was in first class. Mike was in the middle part. And I was all the way in the back. Because my flight was booked last. And oh boy, was I sitting next to a little two-year-old child. Oh boy, were these seats tight. What was it? Delta? I think it was Delta. Tight seats, no sleep, the baby was crying. There was an old man on the other side of the aisle. At one point he just looked at me and he coughed and half sneezed in my face. And it was just his breath stayed in that place. I fucking hate too when you're on the plane and it's packed and it's hot and they turn off the AC. That makes me want to have the ultimate meltdown and just freak the fuck out. Why are you turning it off then? Of all times to be stuck in the... Oh, we're just stuck here for a 45 minute delay. And you turn off the AC. Jesus. I'll kill you. I'll kill you if you ever do that again. And then the person in front of me, this little Asian girl, who, like, had so much room, she was tiny. And she pushed the seat all the way back. I hate those people, too. You're pushing the seat and you don't even need it. And I'm squashed. I'm not going to push it back. I don't want to squash the person behind me. They shouldn't make any of those seats reclinable at the back. Where the sheep and the cattle and the cows are. That's what we are. We're peasants. We're peasant animals in the back. Don't you be fucking pushing your seat. That just motivates me more to be a headliner. To be sitting at the front. Move on from the opener world to the headliner world. Um, so that was a tough fucking flight. For some reason. I was on the aisle, thank God. But the guy doing the fucking trolley with the food and stuff. I mean, clattered clattered my knee four times. It was as if though he was trying to like ram me with the fucking cart. And then he just ran me and I would go, ah! And he just walk on. And I was just like, oh Christ. And it was a long flight actually. It was like almost five hours or some crap like that. And when you're like two, two hours, 15 minutes in, that's when I started sweating. And I started doing deep breaths. Same Please, God. Please, I take back what I said about the penis. I don't care that you didn't give me a smart penis. Just let me get through this flight. Because this is officially the worst flight of my life. Just let me get through this flight. And I swear to God, I swear to God, God, I'll, I'll never complain again. And we got through the flight. And then I said, okay, I live wherever I am now because I'm never flying again. So, oh, we're in Alabama. Cool. I live in Alabama. Hello, Alabama people. We did have to get one more flight, 22-minute flight. The woman next to me, no lie, on a 22-minute flight at early in the morning, she ate four big cheeseburgers. Four in 22 minutes. She wasn't even that huge. She was just inhaling them. Inhaling them. And I was like, oh, Alabama's the best. 
I've never seen such fat people in Alabama airport too. There was a lot of uh, electric wheelchairs with fat people. And that made me rethink. I was like, okay, maybe I won't live here. Maybe not. Maybe I won't. I can't even remember where we went in Alabama. The bus is kind of funny because we drove to the venue and the bus was just in the car park next to it. You're like, ah, it's a portable home. We're like homeless people. And then there was like one big bed in the back. And then there was four bunks. And, uh, you know, if you're not headlining, you can't really make a claim for the big bed. So myself and Mike got the bunks. And he's smaller than me, so the bunks were grand for him. Uh, but they were slightly too small for me. <laughs> we had some laugh mocking each other the whole time. Mike had the time of his life on the bus. He brought his PlayStation. He was loving it. Time of his life. Hanging with the lads, mocking each other. Thank God each section had different AC too, because we could all be cold or hot. Whatever we needed, it was okay. Um, and Mike Mike was saying he's five ten and a half, <laughs> which is a lie. And me and Chris were like, we think you're 5'9", and we're just going to say you're 5'9". So there you go. You're 5'9". And that's why he fit inside the bunk with ease. And I think I'm 6'2 or 6'3". And every time I was trying to sleep, I'd stretch my legs just a little bit and they'd hit the bottom of the bed, the wooden panel, and I'd wake up. And it was not ideal, but the bus was a laugh. Got its own kitchen. When you parked up, you could press a button and it makes it bigger. And we're just sitting down on the couches being like, this is the life, huh, boys? Eating turkey slices wrapped with cheese. I don't even like cheese, but because of the bus environment, I like cheese again. Now when I'm lonely, so lonely at home on my own away from the bus, I will uh, just eat some cheese and turkey slices and stare at the wall and pretend that Mike is playing NBA and we're having the time of our lives. We're waking up in one city and then you could do a show. The shows were class. These grand theatres. The whole the whole sound was too warm for me. I was sweating buckets from the get-go. But the shows were mighty and the theatres were slick. Big, huge, like, I don't know, 2,300 theatres maybe. It's pretty big, pretty big. A couple of them, a few of them. And then you get on the bus and the bus driver comes along and he kidnaps you and you wake up in a new town. We went to Memphis. Whoa, what a dodgy feeling city. Even during the day, myself and Chris went to get coffee and we found this place that seems nice. And then, like, while we are waiting for our food... This dude just walks in and be like, give me water, give me water, give me water, give me water. And just screaming and you're like, oh, cool, this place is Metheads too. Nice. I feel unsafe here immediately. It's weird too. We were by Dr. Martin Luther King's Boulevard or something. And I took a picture and I posted on Instagram and everyone's like, oh, that's the most dangerous street in America. <laughs> you might die there. And you're like, cool. Cool, that's cool. I won't be walking around at night time. Thank God we're on a bus where people can just open the door. It is kind of funny too when the bus is right next to the venue and people are like, where are you staying? And we're like, doesn't matter. And then we're on the bus and people are just knocking on the door being like, can we get a photo with Chris? You are like, go away, you fuckers. Go away, I'm not living on the bus. And then I came home. And the bus life was mighty. Although, I had the weirdest thing that happened to me in a while happened the other day. 
I came home. There was no one in my apartment. The patio door was open slightly. And I went to my bed. And I pulled back a throw pillow, is that what it's called? That was on my bed. And there was a wet patch. And I said, that's weird. What's that wet patch? And then there was two little brown pellets. And I said, ah, <laughs> well, that's strange. There's no, I don't have any pets. There's nothing in my house. And then I said, what the fuck pissed on my bed? And I had a little freak out. And Chris was texting me at the time. And I texted him. And I was like, did a fucking squirrel <laughs> come into my house and piss in my bed? So I'm like, up, I'm up. My my apartment is up, 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 up. There's no rats coming up here. I'm like, did a squirrel come in? Did a fucking hamster? I kept saying hamster to him because that was the only thing that would keep me sane. If a hamster somehow made his way into my apartment, hopped up on my high bed and took a piss under the throw pillow. I still don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know. I searched the whole place with a flashlight, with a torch. I was searching high and low. I was freaking out. I was opening closets, feeling dizzy. I was like, if a fucking rat or a squirrel jumps out at me, I'll faint and I'll die. I prefer to die than to live with that memory. If it's a hamster, I'll be okay. If it's a rat or a squirrel, kill me. Kill me rat. Kill me squirrel. Then I was like, did I touch the wet patch with my fingers? Did I touch my eyes? Do I have wheels disease? Whatever that rat's disease is. Oh Christ, am I going to die? Started getting dizzy. Started getting faint. Going around my whole apartment. Looking under the cupboards. Looking in every cupboard. Every wardrobe. There's no one here. The door was locked. I'm like, what the fuck? I still don't know what it is. I hope it was just the homeless man climbed up the building into my balcony for some reason he picked the weirdest spot to piss on and then left and it was a little tiny piss nothing like that has happened ever never ever 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 i searched high and low and there was nothing i'm still confused it's gonna haunt me because i've been thinking about it every day i've tried not to thinking about it but now it's creeping out. Now I got the sweats. I got the sweats. I was like, what if there's a fucking rat or squirrel living in my apartment, making no noise? That was it. There was no noise. There was no scurrying. Nothing at all. Um, and I lived in fear. And I haven't slept since. So hopefully I will find a hamster just chilling in the spare room, being like, yo, sorry about that, buddy boy. I <laughs> I got drunk and I took a little pee. I said that to someone. I was like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't understand it. Chris also was dying laughing. I've never seen him laugh. He was sending me videos and voice notes. And he was laughing. He was tears, tears streaming out of his eyes. Crying. Group chats, people laughing at me. Then I said it to some. They were like, oh my God, there's a rodent. In, and I was like, no, 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 no. Take back. There's no rodent anywhere in this apartment. Take that back right now or I'll fight you. And then they said, but, and I said, I made it all up. Whatever I just said there was lies. And that's what I'm going to say to you people. If anyone contacts me 
about a rodent in my apartment. I'm the only rodent here, people. Let's get that fucking straight, all right? I'll fight you. I'm getting the sweats again. Just thinking about it. Oh, dear God. I hope it's a hamster. God. I was like, I'm going to have to move. I'm going to have to move. It's a clean apartment. It makes zero sense. That's what my brain hates the most. The lack of sense. But then again, this whole podcast makes no sense. So we brought a full circle, people. We brought a full circle. I'll tell you, people in LA make no sense. I saw this girl today that myself and my buddy used to follow because we knew her and we just couldn't hack her stuff. It was just like constant bullshit. Pointless bullshit online. Like even more pointless than this because it was like, you're the, oh, be positive, be a badass. And then you're the person's nighter and you're just like, whatever. And then I was walking by her on the street earlier today and it was just me and her on the street. There was one other person. I was like, oh, hi. And she just stared ahead like I wasn't even there. And then I told my buddy, and he's like, you know, she's 40. <laughs> That's how she chooses to live her life while preaching. Be positive. Be a nice person. Ignore the person on the street. She got upset because we unfollowed. She said that awful, awful thing that you should never say to anyone. Why did you unfollow me? Why did you? <laughs> she came up to us one time when we were having coffee and asked us that. And we were just like, uh, just, just, just because you're annoying, huh? See, none of makes sense, people. You might be at home in an obscure place in the middle of nowhere being like, wow, my life doesn't make sense. If only I moved to L.A. or New York City, then my life would make no sense. And you're wrong. It'll still make no sense. I said no sense. I meant more sense. But you know what I mean? This is complete nonsense, as you can tell. Look. You'll all be happier once you realize you'll never be happy. So there we go. There's the end of the podcast. We tried our best. We failed. We did it again. We failed another week. Uh, make sure to write a review on iTunes saying this guy failed once again. Five stars because he failed. He's keeping up his, his run. He's got 130 podcasts of failing. And, you know, I like to see failure. I like uh, misery. Failure loves misery and company. Uh, all right. Check out my books on Amazon. People keep asking me, can I buy merch? Yeah, buy my books on Amazon. Random, random, or pre-dumb. There's a web series too on YouTube. Random. Hit me up on Twitter, at Trickadoo. Hit me up on Instagram, or follow me. Don't bother hit me up, at the Marquez. Because people just send me messages after messages after. If you send me Venmo, actually, send me a Venmo for every message you send me. It's Marquez1. Marquez, the number one. Venmo me and then ask me a question. Ask me a frivolous question. Never-ending question. Ask me a question to a joke I posted. That's the most fun of all. <laughs> questions about jokes. Questions about jokes. Stop asking me questions about jokes. All right, let, that's a nice positive, positive way, guys. That's a positive way. To end this podcast. What a positive. This is a positivity contest. Contest. Podcast. Alright. My words. My mouth's failing. Goodbye. Good talk. 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 Good talk.